0: modern art podcast the podcast dedicated to giving artists who are wagging the world over the platform they deserve i am your host nathan raglan and as we hearken ourselves closer to the halloween hours of halloween it is time for me to introduce you to another horrifying creature returning guests jesus christ you're really stretching here aren't you Today we have Ace Smith, a artist that we featured in Amateur April, who since his appearance has turned out four incredible EPs. It was great to catch back up with Ace, and honestly the conversation we had was super chaotic and really just turned to a bunch of rambling at some points, but it's one that I hope you enjoyed, nevertheless. If you do enjoy the podcast and you enjoy Ace, make sure you support him in the links down below. Plus there'll be a link to his previous episode in case you hadn't heard that one before. If you enjoyed the podcast, make sure you support it by liking, sharing, subscribing, or commenting your favorite part. Or just leave a five-star review telling me your favorite parts and what you enjoy about the podcast. If it's nice enough, I might bring it up on the podcast. It's a thought. I'm still tinkering with what I want to do with this podcast and stuff. But then again, what podcast host isn't? If you want to go one step further, you can go to the merch shop at pmap.creator-spring.com and check out some of the incredible streetwear there for you. In fact, you have about one week left before the special deal using the code PMAP1 is over, which means you'll miss out on getting 25% off your order. Finally, if you enjoy this podcast and want a nice place to go and talk about it or just share memes with other people that love this podcast and other outstanding ones in the podcast network, you should join the Apocalypse Podcast Network Discord server. We're more than willing to accept many more people just so we can talk about just the incredible podcast that we have before you. In fact, let's hear a word about another tantalizing podcast in the Apocalypse Podcast network. Whispering Oh my God What <laughs> <laughs> hi. I'm Mijon. And I'm Nick. And you're listening to Whispering Hunties, a global queer culture, drag, and drag race podcast. We love the TV show. But we're also working to build a space to celebrate and learn about local drag scenes, queer artists and creatives, designers, queer communities around the world, queer allies, and the effects of COVID-19 on queer spaces. Basically, every week we learn about queer culture and then have a kiki about our favorite TV show. So get ready for insight. This has been kind of like the best challenge of the season, I feel like. And a little bit of shade. It gets annoying because she's like, I didn't think I was in the bottom. It's like, you were in the bottom. And a whole lot of love. I Love you all. Love you. Good chat. Tune in wherever you listen to your podcasts and join the kiki sometime. I think I'm going to industry tonight after Black Widow. Um... Thanks for the invite, Nick. It's fine. Come, come to industry. Come to industry, no, no, come to industry no, today. No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. You see me make out with a hot little, uh, hot little guy. Too late. <laughs> Too late. And now, without further ado, please enjoy the Postmodern Art Podcast. I love when my computer decides to fall apart at random intervals. I love it when my life decides to fall apart at random intervals. So true. <laughs> so aside from existential crisis on both of our ends, how are you doing today? Hello. Hello. I don't know when, where, what part of this was where the, the podcast began. <laughs> this is the chit chat that we were just going to have beforehand or whatnot. <laughs> this isn't the... I, I... Hey, we've been doing this for like 15 minutes. And? Are going to be 15 minutes of chit chat? Well, not no. I added it down somewhat, so it's not like it'll be like. Nah, I mean, you said that last time, and then you left in a segment where <laughs> my brother came <laughs> into my room. That was just like what thirty seconds or something like that. <laughs> there were some other parts I did edit. That was just the one part. No, trust me, I my my editing has only gotten worse. That's the sad part. <laughs> just in peace. Now what was it? There was a there was an episode that I did. I don't know how caught up you are if you kept listening to the podcast. There's an episode I did with David De Pasquale, who was a character. I have not, I have not heard that one. Fair enough. He was a character designer for uh, Arlo the Alligator Boy, um, among other things. Um, well, I recorded his podcast like on a weekend, and then I realized when I was going to release it the following day, like the series that went along with that movie, I Heart Arlo. Was going to be released, so I, I told him like after the little intro bit, I told him like, "Hey, I'm gonna edit this part out, but I'm gonna go ahead and say that the episode, that the series is coming out tomorrow." So I didn't want you to get thrown off by that. I was supposed to edit that part out. I didn't edit it out. I did not see this uh, fantabulous plot twist coming. I've now moved Discord onto my other screen so I can look at you and look at my camera. There you go, like this instead of like. <laughs> As I was. No, you don't want to get some good neck exercises in there. <laughs> not particularly. <laughs> Fair enough. One doesn't. One does not come onto the uh, the the podcast sphere to do exercise. I, I'm sh- I'm sure there's got to be like some exercise podcast out there or something like something to motivate people, like in podcast form. I'm sure there's got to be uh, like something out there. What? What would I like the concept of like an exercise podcast? Something you put on while you're on the treadmill, the same way people like put on exercise music. Yeah, but instead of that, it's like exercise. I'm this pr- is a podcast about it. I'm pretty sure we're just one step away from like the Peloton, which does basically like the virtual new in treadmills. <laughs> All the new barbells and lifting machines of this year's fucking generation. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Postmodern Exercise Podcast. Um, (laughs) Are you ready to get gains? (laughs) Get gains with these five new hot exercises that we dug up from a classic guy from the 1930s. Um, (laughs) Here there's only one question. Do you want to get jacked or do you want to get yoked? Well you see my name's not Jack, so I have to get yoked. <laughs> is your name Yoke? <laughs> that is... <laughs> Have you been an egg the entire time, <laughs> carefully disguised as a human being? Uh so about those exercises? <laughs> oh good lord. By the way, I'll go ahead and give you the heads up. I think I gave it last time, but just to refresh, one, I apologize for any background noise. But don't worry, if you're experiencing background noise issues, you, in only 20 long excruciating minutes, can download CRISP.ai, <laughs> the noise suppression software that is not sponsoring today's episode. Yeah, I'd be fine I was going to like... say sponsoring, but then I figured you might get sued. Yeah, I'd be fine if they wanted to sponsor me, or if anyone wanted to sponsor me, please. This is a call for help. No, I'm joking. Uh, (laughs) Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Vouch, vouch. There you go, there you go. See, your your ad can easily go right here, almost in a flawless conversation, just like, name, product, here. Name, product, here. (laughs) Okay, the the bit. (laughs) Audible.com. There we go. Uh, the ease of which you can insert your ad into this podcast reminds me of the ease that I can make a website with Squarespace. <laughs> uh, goodness, just like the ease of, you know, what is it? Water. There you go. There's a sponsor. I'm right, sponsored by All of Water. This, uh, this episode is sponsored by those little lemonade packets that you put in water to make it not taste like water. <laughs> oh, you mean like name product here. <laughs> I feel like... I feel like you're not committing to this as hard as I am. <laughs> you're going too generic. I go hard on it. I name the products. I commit to the bit. Okay, fine. You mean like, I get sued. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. If you're not out. willing to stand up for your podcast in a court of law, then like, what what even is going on around here? Well, in that case, I would need some financial help from today's sponsor. No, I'm joking. Uh <laughs> <laughs> If you would like to help me pay my core fees, please put your put your ad sponsorship right here. Oh, goodness. Oh, I need this quick little laugh. Um, Are you ready on your end? Because if you are, I'll do a clap three, two, one, and then we can jump right in with the icebreaker. I thought we were already in the podcast. I mean, we technically were, but not really. But yeah, no. We, we're in- How many of these are we going to do? When does the podcast start? We're in the podcast inception. Oh, my God. We never left the podcast beginning bit. I'm dead. I'm now listen here, you can take this pill and you'll keep staying in the intro land, the land of, of funny banter and, and random icebreakers, or you can take this pill and the world of podcast will unfold before you. Which one gets me a sponsored deal by Viagra? <laughs> who, who is Viagra within the context of the Matrix? I mean, technically, it, it they are the blue pills, so. Or you can go to BlueChew.com to get your... <laughs> no, 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 no. God. I haven't seen one of those ads in forever. I, I listen to podcasts all the time, especially there's one that I listen to, Hey Babe, that has uh, Sal Vulcano and uh, Chris... Uh, was it Chris Stefano? Yeah. And, um, yeah, they... Like every single episode of the podcast, there's like at least three or four different ad breaks in between <laughs> or like that, that. Yeah, my 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 thing is usually a uh, piracy sites that I go on that I never go on. But if I did, I feel like there would be some of those advertisements there because they can't exactly hire normal advertisers because they're piracy sites. <laughs> right. I mean, I wouldn't know what one of these piracy sites were, but I would imagine that some of the uh, ads they would get kind of goes along with the same branding as, you know, the fact that it's piracy. <laughs> this episode sponsored by the Pirate Bay. <laughs> you know what? I will take that sponsorship. You joke about that. I take it. <laughs> Aren't they, like, old news now? Uh, they probably are. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I-, I feel like they're still around. I could be very, very, very wrong. Is it like getting getting sponsored by you know, fucking the Pirate Bay is not like the same thing as getting, you know, uh, an endorsement deal from like a, a washed up 2000s pop star. Damn, you're just hitting hard today, aren't you? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't even think of it like that, but you're not wrong. You're not, you're not wrong. I'm sure there's like, I only come with, I only come with the hard hitting truths. I go on podcasts to speak truth to power. I'm wearing an among us shirt <laughs> You are that wearing... I designed myself. Oh, you designed that one yourself? Okay. <laughs> it's from Jackbox. Ah, there I played you a go. game of Jackbox. Uh, and I got... The the whole shirt says, If you die, you die. <laughs> uh, and the reason I ordered it is because uh, this is both my drawing and my caption, and somebody decided to combine them. Oh, wonderful. What was it? There was one I didn't, that... Sorry. I didn't write them <laughs> with the intent of being combined. I just drew Among Us Guy because I like drawing Among Us Guys. And I wrote, If you die, you die in the captions because my method of captions when I play Jackbox, it says, type as many captions here and we'll give them to other players to use them, is to th- type anything that I can possibly think of as much as possible. I mean, that, that's... And so Somebody seems... made this Among Us shirt and then I bought it and it's the only one in the world. <laughs> Fair enough. I was going to say, there was one that I had or have somewhere that's just like a, a poorly drawn smiley face and under it says, here comes the disappointment. Um... <laughs> So there you go. I think that's the only one in the world, so there you go. Go on, Nathan. Shatter my ice. (laughs) Okay, then. All right, Ace, it's been a while since you've been here. So I'm glad to tell you that since since your previous appearance, we have a new icebreaker question that we have on the podcast now. So let's say you are going to a deserted island on your own accord. You're, it's just you there, no one else. You get to bring one piece of art or one piece of media to bring with you to help make sure you don't go completely insane on the island. What is the one thing you bring with you? Hmm. That's 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 interesting. Mm-hmm. See, I like normally like the the whenever I I have that question asked. Uh, like I've, I've only heard it like asked in the ter- in the vein of like, if you had one artist discography to bring along with you, who would you listen to? My answer would be Kanye. Fair um, enough. Yeah. He's, he's got like, that's a lot of albums, but, uh, like it's a lot of albums and I like all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, can't, that can't be said for most artists with a lot of albums. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I've got like, I feel like the, the, the the answer to go with is like a really big book. Okay. I had I had I th- I'm fairly certain I still have somewhere a collection of every like Jules Verne book packaged into one big book. Okay. I feel like I feel like that could keep me going for a while. I mean, is that is that what you want to stick with cuz I mean, I how familiar are you with uh, Jules' work? I don't know how many of the books you've actually read or if you've read all of them. I read a couple of them when I was 13 and didn't get it because <laughs> I was 13. You know what? And when you're on this desert island, maybe you can find a way to explore yourself a little bit. Or at least just make sure you don't go insane. That's, that's yeah, the Maybe I, Yeah, maybe I should just maybe I should get, like, hatchet to really you go. understand the guy. Rest in peace Gary Paulson, by the way. He yeah. just died. Oh, I did not hear that, honestly. that Just I, a couple of days ago. Oh wow! Goodness, he shows you how behind in media I am. But nevertheless, a really big book with like collection really of uh, stories and stuff. Is that? Are you locking in that answer? That's what you're bringing with you. Really great for the uh, the host of a, of a postmodern art podcast to be behind on media. Um, I like that. I like that it's phrased like it's a game show. Like like there's a right and a wrong answer, and I'm locking in mine now and hoping that I win the million dollars. <laughs> Yeah, I would bring a big book. Uh, look, I'm sorry. I'm still trying to explore how to how to transition from that into welcoming everyone to the Postmodern Art Podcast. Welcome everyone. I it's guess. only been 30 minutes. <laughs> In our time, there's going to be a few edits. Trust me. Anyways. That's and- what they all say. <laughs> look, I'm sorry I messed up last time. I apologize. <laughs> I'll never forgive you. You'll never forget me then. <laughs> That's what they say. There you go. You got and, me there. Anyways, welcome everyone. I'm your host, Nathan Raglan. Uh, feel free to subscribe or follow whatever streaming platform you prefer. Don't, I'm a part of the... Don't <laughs> feel free. You must. You have to. It's not It's not negotiable. Do it. I'm a part of the Apocalypse Podcast Network. Go to ApocalypsePodcastNetwork.com to see more about this podcast and other outstanding ones in the network. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram uh, at PostModArtPod for future updates and guest announcements, including today's guest... <clears throat> a former guest on the podcast who is who since their appearance has released 3 EPs among other things. Welcome back to the po- oh, four EPs. I apologize. <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast. Ace Smith. It's me. Yeah. Well. Uh... Hello. Hi everybody. <laughs> I hope you're doing well. It's been a minute. <laughs> Just uh, just informing everybody who's uh, listening to one of the audio-only versions of this podcast that you're missing out. In general, <laughs> I mean, I you do a whole lot of funny funny little reactions. It was it was great. great. I'm also pink and and green right now, right, which is very similar to one of your EPs, which we will definitely talk about here in a second. Um, well, actually, as well just go ahead and jump onto it because we already had the whole entire backstory, how you got interested in all that kind of stuff. It's a wonderful discussion. I'll be sure to link it down below to make sure everyone gets a chance to hear it because it was a great podcast. I still remember it fondly. I don't know about you, but um. <laughs> I, I forgot what happened. <laughs> uh, I forgot to edit one part of it, which you keep <laughs> wanting to bring. <laughs> all right. Thank you. I was about to forget it, but now I'll make sure to remember it forever. Thanks. you. Um. But like I said before, you have since our since your appearance, you've released four EPs. Uh, my first question right. to you, more than anything, use and more than anything else, is where in the world do you find the time for that? <laughs> I just have it. I wanted to release more since then. You wanted to release more? Like give me. A r- I've had more. I've had more planned that I didn't get finished. Like give me like a rough estimate. Like if you had had all the time in the world by this point, what would have been released? seven seven okay that's still like even i wanted to do like one every month and then that Uh... didn't happen i mean even then still what you've released so far i mean my god i mean the first one i want to go ahead and talk about is one that we kind of teased in our in your previous appearance as transhumanist um i have since obviously had the opportunity to sit down and listen to it i love like the vibe you're trying to go with this one just more of like a, a a chill thing what were you exactly trying to go for with this ep well it's uh it is a it is a sequel to biohacker mm-hmm. the uh the ep that we discussed last time because it was my most recent release and the only thing i would released in like a year as i was about to put out transhumanist but hadn't yet um i so it like it originally just started as like just me throwing together a bunch of random bullshit that i'd made and i was like i want to put these out which is kind of what i did with biohacker um but then while that happened um porter robinson uh released his album nurture Mm. uh, and i listened to it and it really inspired me a lot and i was like huh what if i like structured this and then i did that and that's why it is the way it is there we go. It's also the reason that there's like that, that front cover, which I designed before I listened to Nurture, and then the back cover, which I designed after I listened to Nurture, and you can tell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can certainly tell, even just with like the vibe you're trying to go for with it, like especially that, uh, the way you finish off with Idolize, which is hands down my favorite track on the EP, like straight up. It's like... the best song. It's the best song I've ever made. <laughs> In your opinion? <laughs> That's what i yeah, I'll, yeah. Okay, I was gonna say because I mean, again we've you've released a couple more EPs and we definitely got a lot more to talk about with that. <laughs> yeah, um, I still yeah I think that I haven't topped idolized. I mean, it depends on what you're trying to go for. I mean that for me personally, again that, that I will agree with you, but at the same time, one, you've got a couple more EPs, but two, you also got some stuff you haven't let out in the world yet. Who knows? Maybe mm-hmm. one of them could be the best. I'm sure, but then. At the, around the same time that you released Transhumanist, you just out of nowhere is like, okay, confessions from your LimeWire LimeWire download folder. <laughs> like, was this? Yeah, that that one was really fun because um, I didn't plan that one in advance. <laughs> <laughs> like that 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 was the um, part that was like just trying to get me like at, like I know you didn't plan on releasing it in advance, but like how long were you like tinkering with like the tracks on that? I one? didn't plan on making it in advance. Um, I started it as I was finishing, uh, Transhumanist and all the songs on it, I created in that two week period. It was really just, <laughs> everything was just flowing. It was perfect. Um, I'm impressed if I do say so. <laughs> yeah. It's a, uh, I am, I, I think as in terms, as far as releases go, I think that is probably my favorite one that I've done just because there's like a lot of songs on it and all of them are like me singing and playing instruments and shit. Well, instruments playing, but right, right, right. But I mean, even then, like not only that, like it's you singing on it. And on top of that, like, I love the, the filter you kind of added with all these or whatnot to give it kind of a, almost like a nostalgic feel to it like i'm listening to it on like a, an old phone or something along the lines of that yeah the uh the genre is called hex hex there you go how did you become aware of that genre and why did you want to tinker with that um i've been aware of it for a while um and then like recently like uh, like more people started doing it just like applying like like stuff from the genre to their uh to like what they were doing just in general cuz that's like a lot of music right now is just a lot of people taking tons of elements from dozens of disparate genres and then putting them all together into a song and uh it's one of the reasons why hyperpop as a thing is so like undefinable because it's it's more like it's more of of just like a, a coalition of feelings than a sound yeah but uh like, a lot of people, for example, uh, my friend Whoop-Do, uh, they started putting, like, uh, a Bit crusher on all their masters, and they just do that now. Mm. Okay. And that happened around that time. And, yeah, I, uh, I got interested in it, and then I, like, made one song, I made the first song on it, uh, Windows Down, You Don't Want to Be Seen. Uh, and then I made a bunch more, and then I released them. not just release it was like i made them and then there it is there you go people yeah like (laughs) yeah it's fun i'm actually i'm actually backed up because i want to make a music video for two of the songs on that i also want i also am working on have been working on that stagnated and idolized music video a couple music videos that i haven't put out yet that i would like hey here's this music video for this five month old song (laughs) i mean this is this is (laughs) This makes sense. I mean, what was it? One uh, designer's panda, like, have a music video only whenever it, like, reached to number one, like, it didn't have a music video beforehand. I mean, happens. It happens. But, I mean, nevertheless, like, you know, both the songs you definitely listed are good. I certainly am anticipating whenever you do release the uh, music videos for those but on top of that like i said another ep that you also released not too long ago y2k dimensions the aura that you got for this ep just as a whole like good lord like what what inspired you to get this one going <laughs> um very similar thing that's kind of all of the uh all of the things that i've been doing recently uh in terms of like those eps mm-hmm. uh like transhumanist kind of like kicked it off but it wasn't really uh it, it, it didn't really, like, it wasn't, like, one of the, like, like, it didn't conform to the sort of core philosophy of those, which is, like, and I mean, they don't really at all, because, like, I keep failing at the, the, the main uh, idea, which was to just put out one uh, every Bandcamp Friday, like, one per month, and that, that hasn't really happened. I, I mean, music uh, takes time, I mean, come on. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny because, like, I made Transhumanist and then I was like, shit, I have a lot of inspiration. And then I made Confessions and then didn't make another... And then, like, two weeks later, released Confessions and then didn't do anything else for, like, a, another solid few months. <laughs> but, yeah, so, as Confessions is uh, is very inspired by... Or not inspired by, like, the genre of it is Hex. Uh, in the same manner, uh Y2K Dimension is... A, uh, a vapor trap EP in the style of like Blank Banshee. Okay. And other vapor trap artists. Mostly Blank Banshee, but just, that's just because Blank Banshee is a visionary. Sorry, I bet you can hear those dogs at this point, can't you? <laughs> I can! Yes! Good lord. Hold on. You know what? Not much I can control. I'm just gonna roll with it. <laughs> Can someone please explain to me what this dog is doing? <laughs> no, I have to leave it in. <laughs> you can just leave in. That there were dogs. No, um, no, I am going to. That's why I meant by that. Um, the, any, uh, anyways, there's but, currently literally as we are recording, uh, there's a URL fest going on that I uh, helped do the visuals for. Um, okay. and I'm, the, the thing that I did all the visuals for is currently playing. I hope people are responding to it. Well, in the future, I'll know <laughs> in the future. You will, they will know. Um, I hope, I hope there's like a VOD. I should check. I hope so. I hope so. Cause I'm going to message, I'm going to message the person organizing it. Oh man. Anyways. Uh, Anyways. What was I saying? Anyways, but like the, the vapor wave was like the inspiration, uh, from, you said Banshee, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, blank Banshee. Yes. Blank Banshee. Gotcha. I, I guess I need to expose myself, myself to like just more styles of music and such because good Lord, I listened to this EP and like, I was just at ease. I straight up was, especially that final track, Electronic Oasis Neon or Neon Oasis, yeah. whichever way it was, um, like that good Lord, like the, the amount of time and effort that must have gone into that to just try to get that like perfect vibe, like correct me if I'm wrong. The, it must've taken fun s- fact about that one uh i did i actually like uh most of those were like like took took a while and they were like meditative to make electronic oasis neon i literally made in like a burst of inspiration in like five hours the night before i I released the ep i like i just i had a sound and i like i thought about it and then i started making it and miraculously everything fell into place exactly not even just how i wanted it to sound but even better like, it, it is one of my favorites from that, and I wasn't really expecting it to be when I made it. it exactly. Goodness like that. <laughs> Good lord. But Yeah, there's, like, there's the, like, because, like, there's the one song that's, like, all, it's completely full of, like, samples from, like, old, uh, old commercials. Mm-hmm. Uh, and those are, like, those I, like, had to research and arrange in a specific way to create, like, the sort of, like, narrative and message out of, like like old samples for that 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 like takes a while and like a lot of editing and like and still like i just i just like i had an idea and then it was there there you go and then it worked perfectly it did if it hadn't if it hadn't it might not have gone on the ep because i might not have finished it in time you know what? That that's that's fair enough. I'm glad it did because I just want to say, like, especially the EPs that we talked about, like the vibe that I get from you. And you, I, I hope you don't take this the wrong way. The vibe that I get from you is like pause menu music for like early two thousands, like video games and such. Like you know how some of the like like fighting games, especially like whenever you have that pause menu, just kind of like the the ease or like the the flow that they sometimes go with. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I think so. People often uh, say that my stuff sounds like video game music, and at this point, I don't know how to make it not. So I, I just I just roll with it. <laughs> I, I mean, nevertheless, like it's a good list. It's a good uh, essential listening experience. that I think the viewers should especially take notice of, especially with I'm guessing your most recent one. I forget what it was it's like. Uh, t- I know the one it was. It was like the 14-minute long song that I saw recently. Uh, It's a tell me one last time before I leave. Tell me one last time before I leave. I knew it was something along the lines of that. But, like, that one, good lord. I saw that. I saw a 14-minute long song, and I'm thinking to myself, goodness, Ace, what are you doing with this one? (laughs) Uh, I made an ambient EP. I mean, yeah, it's it certainly is like an ambient thing. I remember trying to listen to it on the way home from work, especially whenever I'm in the dark driving. Probably not the best thing to listen to. But I mean, you know, going back to like my original point, just like... Happens. Uh, 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 going back to my original point, you know, with all these other EPs, like I'm guessing you had just been recently into ambient music and wanted to make some of your own. Yeah, I've been, I've been into ambient music for like a while. Like, and just sort of... Never really got around. I can... Whenever I make something ambient, I can never resist the urge to add non-ambient shit to it. I was like, hey, this would sound great with drums. (laughs) I mean, I'm sure if you had, like, a very soft, like, bass throughout, I'm sure no one would really notice. Too harshly, maybe. Perhaps. Perhaps. But nevertheless, like you're still like producing some amazing music every single time that you like push out something. So I have to ask, obviously, what's next for you when it comes to EPs? You got any like that you're slowly trying to creep towards the beginning of November that we should know about? Um, hopefully, hopefully. I don't, I don't know. It's very likely that this may become another, uh, another sort of dry, spell. not happening opportunity thing. Um, I've got, like, a few in the wings that I'm still working on that have not reached uh, fruition yet. Um, namely, the three that I mentioned that I would have released seven of total. Um, and I'm working on the, uh, the, the next one after Biohacker and Transhumanist. Okay. Okay. So that, that's fun. Also, I've got a st- collection of songs for that one. I'm still waiting on that rap album that you teased about. Our, our last yep, chat still coming that's... hopefully early 2022 i will definitely be keeping my i guess eyes on twitter for whenever i see that eventually just get released or whatnot you a smith debut album you're just gonna release that with no warning just like you know no it's of- oh it's gonna be <laughs> it is going to be the opposite of release with no warning there is going to be so much warning it is gonna there be, will be nothing but warning by the way there is a song uh, I don't know how you are when it comes to like samples or whatnot. Um, there's a song I need to introduce you to that I can tell you right now. If love you samples. either love to do them, I was gonna say if you either pitch it up or pitch it down, I think it'd be like a great like baseline for a song. Because I so I recently got a record player, I'll start by saying that. Huh. Um, and when I was ordering something off of Amazon, I decided to do the weird thing and go with prices low to high. And I found like a record for like five bucks. That's like hey, just, I've done that. Yeah, <laughs> it's cheap as shit. Yeah, exactly. And it's actually a really like good song that I'll just go ahead and tell you. It's called "Die Happy" by Al Man. I forget what the dude's last name is off the top of my head. Uh, and the Embraceables, but the song is called "Die Happy," um, and it's it's a good vibe. It's got like a a soul funk mix to it. So just throwing that out there. Uh, cool, fun, <laughs> but. I mean even then like you know you're producing all this incredible music and such but you're also still trying to keep up with the Minecraft, you know, avenues projects yep. I guess. Um which from our last time we were talking, how many concerts have you done? Cuz I remember there was at least what at least two since our last time talking. I think so. Cuz last time we I talked it's... the last time we talked was in April. So you are you're putting you are putting too much faith in my brain already. I was gonna say I think May um, June July August yeah, September I think, October. I think I think it's been I think it's been two fests. Two fast We did uh, we did Magma Fest and then we did Neon Lights. Neon Lights. There we go. I remember- like, unless we unless we'd had Magma Fest done the last time that we recorded, then no, it would be only be one. No, we were talking about it though. I do remember that. I remember that distinctly. Um, what was I gonna say? Um, I do remember the neon lights one because that was the one that uh, Nat left at London performed at uh, right after her debut album, if I remember correctly. I think so, yeah. Yes, which is absolutely wonderful, by the way. If you guys haven't listened to that album, I will recommend that along with any of Ace's stuff. But uh, nevertheless, like, is it? You know, are you still enjoying yourself with the uh, Minecraft avenues? Like, is it still fun, or you know, are you still trying hey, to? Hey, I mean, it's. You know I build things for a purpose to create like a thing sometimes it's sometimes it's fun. sometimes I'm just doing a thing to serve a higher purpose, and that purpose is getting money to a charity and that the the getting money to a charity part is fun. Mm-hmm. you know it's not always a fun process. sometimes it's like arduous, but you know what isn't? I mean, you know, it's always going to be a process, especially when you're organizing something like that and trying to get it all together, nevertheless. um, I can only imagine, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, I can only imagine just, like, the process of trying to get people to make sure that they can perform for something like that must be, you know, fun on its own. Yeah. Very, yeah, we had a very, like, sort of that same issue on the, the thing that we're currently working on, like, We had, we released, we like put out so many emails and for the first time since we started doing this thing, like almost nobody responded. Oh no. Like nobody except for the people who like we could just always rely on to get like a set from who were like always there for us. Okay. Goodness. Yeah, we're keeping everything vague because we haven't actually announced it yet. Although maybe we will have by the time this uh, episode comes out. I don't know. I mean, unless you're releasing it by this upcoming thursday i mean which is the 21st it's so very possible very possible fair enough fair enough but i mean nevertheless like i know you guys are gonna put together like an amazing lineup because every time that you guys put out a concert like it's still like incredible whether it's artists that you do know like left at london or neil c Sariga, or whether it be people that people may not already know but are still willing to put out some amazing music nevertheless I was going to say, yes. uh, as someone that is obviously organizing this kind of stuff, I have to ask, if you were given the opportunity, what would be, like, a dream lineup you would love to have for a concert? Uh, I don't know, honestly. I There's a lot of musicians in the world. <laughs> that is... Yeah? Like, <laughs> there there could be, like, I, any answer that I give, I would later be like, you know, I could have given a better answer to that. <laughs> okay, fine. Let me do this, all right? On the some on the flip side. Let's say you need you have a choice of anyone to be a headliner for one of your Minecraft concerts and everything like after this decision kind of shapes how the concert like the rest of the lineup goes. So given the opportunity to pick anyone who would be your dream headliner for one of these Minecraft Well concerts, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, oh okay <laughs> I, like, I like a lot of artists like there's you know there, there's, there's a bunch of like possible concepts. Really honestly very likely that we only really like work with like either independent artists or artists that are signed to labels that are themselves independent mm-hmm. you know if a, if you were to get like that you can you can't really get a a sort of big artist in on this sort of thing without like being in like a bunch of like talks and arrangements and contracts with like actual big record labels and shit right. that's why we are like we're not we're we're not open pit we don't like we're not like you know, going in and, and talking with Universal or uh, or, Par- or, uh, Atlantic or 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 Atlantic or or Columbia, all the big- Sony, all those Columbia, things. all the big ones, the Interscope getting like, you know, the next 100 Gex concert featuring. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, I was trying to think of a big pop star, but every single one immediately slipped out of my mind as soon as I <laughs> as soon as I started the sentence uh i i relate to that when it comes to just everyday life um (laughs) only thing i thought was sia and no (laughs) yeah no hell no thank god no um i I mean well that's why i'm saying like if give it just like free reign or whatnot because i'll tell you right now i could give you a good one especially for a minecraft concert i think it'd be great to have one themed around brock tampton that'd be fun yeah like, have all the other guests, like, be someone in relation to them or, like, how they perform, how, like, their style of music or whatnot. And just having, like, that big crowd feel with just the band alone. Like, I think that'd be a fun concert to design everything after. There, Fun fact. There is an incredibly minuscule, incredibly minuscule, but non-zero chance that that might happen with Avenue. Oh. Incredibly minuscule. But it's not... Sorry. So you're saying there's a chance. (laughs) There's a chance. So, like, sometimes people that we know know other people randomly somehow. I don't know how. But, you know, it's how how we got, you know, Neil. It's how we got car seat headrest, you know. Yeah. Stuff like that. I mean you know if there's a will there's a way so i mean if there's anyone out there that may or may not if there's know, a Bur- will toledo there's a way <laughs> so if there's anyone out there that may or may not know anyone from brockhampton that could potentially do something like that we're not saying use your influence but yo any postmodern art podcast fans who are also influential over brockhampton <laughs> i'm pretty please sure send me an email that percentage is probably very minuscule, but not zero. But not zero. <laughs> not zero. <laughs> oh goodness! Well, I mean we we've, we've been basically just talking about music since we start. So since we started, I, I do a lot of it. <laughs> I know and, I, I talk a lot about music. I could for hours. Well, it's a good thing that you're here because the last time we talked, we teased about a certain discussion that would have gone up on a Patreon if I decided to knuckle down and actually make the Patreon. So. I think it's about time we have the conversation, Ace. There's an artist that I've been dying to talk about on this podcast ever since I've started this podcast. Whether it be I talk to the artists or just talk about them. Um, so we got to talk about Kanye. No, I'm joking. I want to talk about Tyler, the creator. <laughs> yeah, that's what I figured. Uh, good Lord. Okay, I'll start by asking this. How are you first exposed to Tyler? Hmm. I don't remember honestly like oh. there's there's a couple there's like a couple artists who are like you know like you remember the first time you meet them or like you hear their songs and like there's a couple where it's like i don't know at some point i heard their music and then at another point they became an object of my focus and then at a, a separate third distinct point i was a fan well there you go there you go i mean that's. i not- think maybe just like based on like i think my first tyler song might have been who that boy but it probably wasn't okay okay that's fair that's fair I was going to say, that's the the only thing. That's like the first Tyler-related memory I can think of is watching that music video. Yeah, that music video was something else. Like, I love the the production they had for that one especially. Um, I can say, I can remember my first, like, exposure to him. It was actually back in, like, 2011, I want to say. Because little old me was watching the 2011 MTV Video Music Awards. And if you Mm. know those awards, there's an award they give for Best New Artist of the Year. And the winner of that year was Tyler um which i like at first seeing him like just especially the uh, yonkers video when that i first saw that or whatnot um which ironically enough i learned after the fact he's not a huge fan of that song he made that to shit on new york yet rappers which is yonkers, ironic yonkers yonkers i'm sick of hearing about yonkers yeah exactly <laughs> as you said exactly on i'm pretty sure he said that like I think he said that on the same album that Yonkers was on. Either that or he, he, I know that he mentioned something about the popularity <laughs> of Yonkers on the same album that Yonkers was on. That was that was fun. I don't know if it was that one. I remember on Wolf there was like a little bit with that, to where it's like it was talking about how he was at like some amusement park or whatnot. In, in oh in, yeah, I I could talk about that song, that specific song for a while because I honestly feel like that is a is a lot of missed potential. Actually, that specific song really. What makes you yeah. say that? Um, I just feel like, like there was like, for some reason, the immediate vibe of it is like, super like introspective. It's like the type of thing that would make you think that you're about to listen to a song where you like really get to deeply understand him as a person, mm-hmm. and like, basically, okay, the 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 song is about how like he like meets some kid at a carnival who listens to his music and has a crush on him Mm -hmm. uh and that's basically it and there's like there's a lot of potential in there for like sort of like more like rumination on the way that his music had like affected people and stuff and like that's cuz like i always thought when i first listened to it that that was where he was going to go with it specifically right. because he has that like really long verse from the perspective of the kid where he's like talking about how you know hey your music made me feel like like represented in a world that i thought that i couldn't fit in, in into you know and then it, it it inspired me to feel dangerous and to like you know, I heard this and I heard that, and I was like, "Yo, this is this is like really me." And like, I haven't listened to it in a while, so I like the, the specifics Fair. are probably I will butcher, but like, and it doesn't really kind of go anywhere with that, unfortunately. It just kind of like is like, and then he then he kept talking until he said that he was gay and he had a crush on me, and I was like, "I'm not gay," and then I went on the roller coaster that the song is named after, and like, I found I I. I thought that there was like more of a potential there because it's not, it's like, it's like his Stan, the song by yeah. Eminem that the, that the word Stan came from, I realize I probably have to clarify. <laughs> um, Fair. Like, it's just, I just don't like find it as like compelling as the original song after which it's modeled. It's like how, it's like uh the the album Under Pressure by Logic. It just kind of wants to be good kid, mad city, but isn't uh and like i feel like specifically because the concept of the roller coaster as like a like a larger than life fictionalized experience that is intended to simulate in you like in, like cuz like it's it's meant to make you feel like you're in danger mm-hmm. but you're not Right. It puts you through, like, this thing to, like, this 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 created, this curated, crafted experience to heighten this emotion and make it feel real, which you strap yourself into and entrust your life to. And I found, I, like, when I listened to it, I honestly, like, I really, like, thought about that as, like, a metaphor for, like, the artist and the person. I, I mean, you know, in terms of, like, because, like, the way the kid was talking about how the, the music made him feel represented and shit. Yeah. Yeah, so I think I think that is where the Yonkers, Yonkers, Yonkers. I'm sick of hearing about Yonkers' line is from. But uh, he did mention something about Yonkers in, in being this, popular on the the album that Yonkers was yeah. on, which was fun. I'm pretty sure it was probably during one of the uh, the uh, uh, therapist skits or probably. whatnot. Um, probably in that, or the intro maybe. One of the two. Either way, I know that, you know, it's ironic that we're talking about Yonkers, and yet that's probably the one that Tyler hates the most, <laughs> if there is one that he probably hates. Although, I mean, it, you know, Tyler is his own individual being. Let's just be honest. What he's going to make or whatnot is going to be, at least for me personally, I love just about everything he's pushed out. Um, even if, you know, people have their own opinions on certain things. Like, I know Cherry Bomb is, like, very hit or miss with a lot of people. Um, yeah. I, I mean, even Tyler said that, like, that those years were, like, the ugly phase for him, if that says anything. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh what was i gonna say um but yeah what was i gonna say no like i remember my first exposure like i said it was at vmas or whatnot and like just like you there was like the initial exposure and then i remember flower boy came out and that's when i got like reintroduced and so like re like listening to flower boy then going back to his back catalog like made me just a huge fan more than anything else like because like you mentioned after you mentioned the yonkers video i was like actually might have been the yonkers video that introduced me i don't remember (laughs) yeah i mean good lord like the, the the trip that just Tyler has had just like the, the wealth of different, like just good songs and the way that he like tells a story sometimes, I don't know about you, but I just can't get enough of it. Mm-hmm. Um, is there like a particular, I was asked this, is there like a particular song or a particular album that sticks out to you more than any of the others when it comes to Tyler? Um, I feel like Igor is probably my favorite Tyler project. Okay. Okay. Like, it's it's either Igor or Flower Boy, but like I feel like Igor is like a really, like, like a clean like experience beginning to end. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like really evocative. Oh no! And like it just like it really like works super well from song to song and also as a cohesive whole. It like it kind of just is like like, Flower Boy 2 in, like, in the way that, like, it it grows upon the themes of that album and, like, reflects them further. The same way that Call Me If You Get Lost does to Igor itself. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, it goes back to what I was saying, just kind of, like, the way that, more or less, he tells a story with some of these albums as well and, like, getting his message across. Like, Mm -hmm. the way that the album flows from like song to song certainly helps with that um especially with igor like that one is just a pure like concept storytelling album from start to finish like straight up mm-hmm. um what was funny is actually that album was the first one i actually bought on vinyl when i got a record player <laughs> listening to it on vinyl is a wholly different experience i'm telling you right now yeah um, i mean there's a different song in there well no no like not just that because i heard that song with the, <laughs> i heard that song with the CD. Uh, format of it but no what I'm talking about is so with my record player I don't know if it's like this with all I imagine it's with all record players but like you can change like the pitch and shit with it and mm. like certain songs especially running out of time you okay. take that and you turn the you take that you turn that pitch all the way down it's a wholly different song like straight up um, because one those heightened vocals or whatnot, all the way down you hear Tyler like clearly singing like in his normal pitch or whatnot. So like just hearing him like naturally sing and then these like slow down beats or whatnot to go along with it, like I that that I, I fucking love it. <laughs> yeah, uh, as a, as a complete uh, basically a complete non sequitur, uh, there is this uh, there's this really cool project related to that that I, I really enjoy. It's a uh, it's called Chipmunks on 16 speed, <laughs> and it's uh it is a project. Uh, by somebody who like had Alvin and the Chipmunks CDs and a, a record player with a a really low 16 rpm uh like toggle on it that is like it it essentially reverses the process of the uh of the the, the process that goes into making Alvin and the Chipmunks songs. Right. So whereas Alvin and the Chipmunks songs is like you have the normal song instrumental cover playing in the background, where these sped up vocals are are singing in all the like the chipmunk the chipmunk sound mm-hmm. from the from the Witch Doctor song. Um, the chipmunks on sixteen speed like slows it back down, so what you get is like normal sounding vocals over like these like slow sludgy like like a miasma of sound it's it's so insane how good it is yeah i can only imagine like i have to ask though is the singing actually good though or is it just like yeah it's a it it feels like haunting even oh just because like it it's there's like there's a certain quality that is given you know like i love i love it because it's all like part and parcel of like what was in the end just like a well-oiled machine of records generated to sell records right that like through that point you accidentally created something that was like really 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 good art Mm -hmm. and like there is something about like this like like genuine like like super like pronounced like deep singing that you kind of like have to do in order to make the the Chipmunk sped up version sound good like over over these like these like slow dark like haunting chugging like soundscapes of of shit that like that it turns into when it's played that slow that just gives it this like ethereal haunting experience there's a i think my favorite one is uh their version of heaven is a place on earth which really? is six minutes long, and uh, somebody described it as a helicopter view of Jonestown littered with bodies, <laughs> which basically basically sums it up. Oh, my God. I have to go through. You got to send me a link to that or something, because that... It's, it's insane. I, that's It does sound insane. Goodness. It's amazing what, you Ooh, know... <laughs> heaven is a place on Earth. Oh, Oh, man. Like, just even you, like, describing it is already getting my mind, like, going because, like, I, I I was saying, like, I know, like, for them, like, it was kind of unintentional, but, like, I can imagine with a lot of artists, like, when they're intentionally trying to go for, like, a sound like that in one aspect for another like it's insane what could be accidentally created in retrospect because like you said like no one is expecting anyone to take these chipmunk albums and slow it all the way down just to hear like the actual vocals or whatnot yeah that's like that's like what happened basically i was gonna say that that was somebody had these chipmunk albums played at a certain rpm and they were like hey yo i you know i got this weird record player that can play it at what ends up as half the speed that it's intended to be at. Mm -hmm. Wonder what it sounds like with the normal vocals. And the answer is like sludge metal. If it was acoustic. (laughs) There you (laughs) go. I mean, I can imagine that's similar to what I was talking about with, like, running out of time. Because, again, like, I'm sure you probably wear that. You know that song, like, you know, super high-pitching. Running out of time, running out of time, running out of time. No, like, like, oh, my God. Like, that little part, that that part alone, like, is fucking, like, you know. Especially, like I said, you know, you slow down, running, like, it almost sounds, like, pure, like, especially the fact that Tyler's, like, basically, like, belting out this stuff. Running out of time, running out of time. And, like, it's it's Tyler's singing, nevertheless. Like, that's the part that, like, you know. Oh, especially the, so there's, like, that one part of the song where it's actually, like, him in normal speed or whatnot. But, like, super slow down, take your mask off. Limit- like, it's just, fuck. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it yeah exactly Uh, i'm honestly like i've never really i've never really like tried to uh sort of i've always kind of shied away from that sort of uh that 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 climate of the like hey this song with the pitched up vocals uh that somebody released but like turned down to normal just because like usually in like in those cases it's like an intentional effect that somebody put on for artistic purpose right that you know, but like, that sounds like a something cool, but I haven't, I haven't like actually seen it myself. I mean, to be fair, I, I heard, heard it, I guess <laughs> And to be fair. I wasn't even trying to find it. I was just fucking around with my record player. Cause I had just gotten it. <laughs> and I just, it's just as soon as that song came on, like I turned down I'm like, Oh, Oh shit. What the fuck? <laughs> Another thing, uh, deaf heaven, the album sunbather, mm-hmm. uh, the, uh, it's on like, it's a weird RPM mm-hmm. for an LP that caused uh, some people who bought it on vinyl to uh, accidentally play it at the wrong RPM, thinking that that was the correct one, because it's, like, the most common one. Right. Uh, and it just turns into, like, a different-sounding thing. Oh, shit. That also... <laughs> similar, like, similar to the similar to the Sludge Fest albums. Like, right. <laughs> and then what was it? I was talking about this with a previous guest, uh, Dave Capdeville. One of uh, Neil C. Sariga's albums, I think it's maybe, like, mouth word word sounds or one of them i forget which one it is mouth sounds probably the one that doesn't have a quote unquote um smash mouth sample in it or whatnot um apparently if you take it and speed it all the way up it's actually just all-star playing over the entirety of the album (laughs) (laughs) because like uh, apparently like throughout you can hear the 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 melodic like whistles from the song or whatnot. Um, I forget if that was that one, but nevertheless like it's cool when artists get to play around and you know do you know certain stuff like that like Tyler like I was trying to get back to um, I have to ask because I know whenever we last talked there wasn't even an inkling of a hint of the new album so I have to ask what do you think of Call me if you get lost it's it's really really good thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's slowly, it's slowly, like, climbing the charts every new listen I give to it, because I notice something, like, different every single time. I notice a lot of people are saying that it's becoming, like, their new favorite. Honestly, like, I don't think, like, because, like, Igor and uh, Flower Boy regularly, like, like, trade places as, like, my favorite album. I don't know that it will ever reach that, but it's still incredible. Right, right. I mean... it's it's good to see more or less like the progression of Tyler throughout this entire time more than anything, else. especially get to this point to where he's like, "I basically made it, but have I really?" Essentially, well, mm-hmm. it's how I would best describe this album. Just him saying, "I've made it, but have I really?" Um. Yeah. Like if you consider this the end of like a trilogy that started with Flower Boy, like this is like him settling into what he began. Then. Yeah, and and at some point the fact that it was beginning was part of what gave it the quality that I loved so much about it. Yeah. And you know, like I still will I still like I love that album, You call me if you get lost, but like it doesn't have that. Yeah. And so I just think on that just based on that alone I will I'll probably always enjoy like uh Igor and Flower Boy more. Yeah. I mean there's, I mean, obviously there's nothing wrong with it. If nothing else, like, those two albums alone probably got a lot more people, like, a, you know, interested in Tyler than what was previously there. Nothing against any of his old music. Trust me, I still go back and listen to him all the time. Goblin is, yeah, absolutely Goblin is, I, I especially love how he incorporated the, like I said, the therapist sketches in there. I fucking love that. Um, yeah, Goblin's, Goblin's pretty insane. Probably the best of his, like, early works. Right. I mean... You know the fact that like and, and the thing is we're only talking about like the music aspect for him, but if you look at him as a whole and like his body of work, whether it be like TV, golf playing, you know all all these different aspects that he's been a part of and whatnot, he's killing it every single opportunity he gets. Yeah, I I mean I don't know about you, but fucking where is it? I got two, but I got the the classic golf G hat. So <laughs> nice. I I had to. I feel like I had to. Um, I, I'm trying to think where I want to take this discussion more or less. Um, is there like a standout, like moment of Tyler or maybe just like a standout song that you could think Mm -hmm. of that's just like, every time you think of like that little bit, it just gets you like going when it comes to thinking about him. Um, I think that, uh, Gone Gone Thank You is my favorite Tyler song ever. Definitely my favorite on Igor. Yeah. It is a... it's insanely good the uh the thing that he does where every every tenth track on his album is like a two parter uh there was no better like song that you could possibly have done that on than gone gone and thank you like it's they're so perfect together, yes telling that whole story. The only thing I wish is that the uh I wish that the the little skit. From the end of the song before "Gone Gone Thank You" was at the beginning of "Gone Gone Thank You," so you, you could just listen to it as one and have the beginning context and then go through it. But it's it's a minor thing. Like absolutely. it's it's really such a beautiful piece. Oh, absolutely! I was gonna say, when it comes to Igor, the song that always, like is, like, top for me, is Are We Still Friends, the way he ended that fucking album, holy shit. I remember listening to that the first time, and I thought, there is no way you could ever end an album, ever. That was, like, the best way possible. Fucking, like, the 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 roarest, you know, freaking, you know, like, au revoir, Avita say goodbye, but then also, wait, I can't just fucking end it, what the fuck? Ah, <laughs> oh, good lord. I... Is there something that, for you personally, like whenever you think of Tyler and how he goes about producing, or just how he carries himself, that you personally like take with you with your own music journey? Uh, yeah, I do feel like there's. A, I do take a lot of inspiration from Tyler's production in my own. Uh, there's one song on my debut LP that's a, uh, it's very similar to a Tyler the Creator song in its production. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I'm. You know, I'm not gonna spoil any more. Obviously, but like. <laughs> It's a, you know, it takes after that. There's a couple songs like that, ones that were, like, very inspired by one song in particular. Okay, and I also want to ask this. In your personal opinion, do you prefer CD version or, I guess, like, music version? Or do you prefer a live version when you listen to a Tyler song? Hmm. Uh, I haven't listened to all that much live Tyler, so I couldn't answer. Although, I do know that... uh, after hearing the uh, the live performance that he did of uh, New Magic Wand, uh, the original version, like, just isn't as powerful anymore. Right. <laughs> like, after, like, after having heard that whole, like, I want to be found, passenger in your car, after hearing that part, like, screamed, like mm-hmm. it was during that performance, like, just hearing it regularly rapped just doesn't feel... Like, it, it feels weaker in comparison. You no, know, it's almost an ignorance is bliss thing, if I hadn't known about it. If I hadn't known the potential that was there. I was gonna say, what was that for me? For me, I think that was... I wanna say that was probably, like, Okra. Whenever he did that at Camp Flog Dog 2019. Because he has that one still up on his YouTube channel. Um, I actually haven't listened to Okra in forever. Like, I only... Li- like... I, the only time I ever really listen to it is when I go back to watch that set. Like I said, it's like an hour-long set or whatnot, but fucking that set is my absolute favorite. And then the only one that comes close to that is the recent Lollapalooza one they put out as well, um, mm. which I will – if you have not heard either of those, I'm going to highly recommend you like just take the time to yeah, listen to Yeah, I was going to gonna say. <laughs> I was going to say, send me, send me those uh, – Oh, I'm more than happy to. Send too. me them links. I would be more than happy to. Uh, by God, what was it? Freaking, uh, I don't know if you remember this song, Gelato, the, the one like random song they posted on his YouTube, like a couple years back or whatnot. Um, <laughs> fucking like, I love that song already as it was, but like hearing it live as well, like, Oh dear God. It's, it's amazing that I know there might be some like legal is- things or whatnot, but all the like unreleased or like tease songs that Tyler has had before, he needs to find a way to get those out there one way, yeah. or one, one fashion or another. Cause like, if it wasn't if gelato like gelato is like my favorite out of the unreleased stuff so like i could just listen to that on a loop if given the opportunity yeah i mean we never got we never got wang sap i'm still waiting for wang sap oh yeah wang sap jesus i saw i remember i remember watching like the potato salad video yeah. in like class in in class with my friends when it came out that was fun <laughs> Uh, I wonder what's up with, like, the him and his... On that is, the editing on that video is so clean. Oh, my God. You're telling me, like, especially with every little thing that, like, each of them bring when they're talking about just how they're able to, like, insert that in one way or another. <laughs> what, what was it? The the X's, Y's, triangles, and the O's or whatnot? Like, when that's mm-hmm. going up the screen or whatnot? Fuck. Also, why was I like, I like the little I like the little car that was, like, animated driving down the road. Yes. <laughs> that was great. Also, the random appearance of Yao Ming, because... You know, it was in the song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, why was Jaden there? Uh, I, he felt like it. Yeah, he felt like it. Fair enough. Uh, their, their dad told them to bring him along. Yeah, <laughs> said, you can't keep leaving your little brother every time you guys go out and have fun. You gotta bring him along with you to the water park or whatever. I like, oh, you guys gotta take up to Paris. Because <laughs> his dad maybe is. He I feel like maybe Jaden should have done like a like an intro or something. Yeah, you know, I mean, maybe they had something planned on, you know, you know, Wingsap or whatever, but we just Probably. won't know. We won't know yet. I'm wondering what yeah, I, I mean, like they did just like they did do the the, the pothole collab. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Tyler and Jaden. Really is, good song. That is a good song. I love that song. That's a good song. I'll tell you what my dream collab it is I've said this a million times over but I'd love to see Tyler and I know this is like fairly new name but I'd like to see what he could do with a Lil Nas X like have the two like on a song together Um, especially like Montero I thought he could add like something interesting to that song hmm yeah that's just me personally is there someone you'd love to see Tyler just collab with just to see what they could produce hmm I don't know I, mean, I know I'm saying that a lot, but. <laughs> hey, you know what? I'm not going to complain. <laughs> I mean, I, I, you know, there's, you know, it's kind of obvious that I like the two. So, I mean, why not? <laughs> yeah. Uh, good Lord. I I mean, Tyler's already done a lot of great collabs with a lot of interesting artists and such, you know, what was it? The one that was talked about online. Um, Andre 3000. I don't know if you remember hearing about that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that, that could definitely be really, really good. That could be. Um, I was going to say, just, yeah. Ah, uh, fuck. <laughs> Words are wonderful, and also dogs are barking. <laughs> Welcome Both back, thanks. Um No, but I mean, like, even then, like, I could probably go on and on when it comes to just Tyler, just how he produces his stuff or whatnot, and all the, the songs and such. But I also want to bring up just another artist because I know you and I are also a big fan of him as well. Fuck it. I want to talk about Kanye for a little bit, <laughs> because why? Okay. Why the fuck not? I'll start off by just straight up asking this: What did you think of Donda? Um, I I'm not a fan. You're not a fan. Uh, I thought it was it was all right. Okay, but like it's like a lot of it was just like uninteresting, repetitive. Okay, or just. Plain, unfinished, sounding. You know, he took, he took like an extra year to finish the album, and he released an unfinished album. You know what? That is that is fair. But I will. I'm gonna at least come somewhat to the defense of Donda. Like, is it is it an overbloated, unfinished, and like just completely bad mess at times? Yes, absolutely. But. There are some gems in there, in my personal opinion. There are some songs I cannot get enough of every time I listen to it. Believe What I Say, for example. If they had just got rid of that little speaking part... Well, actually, the speaking part's fine, or whatnot. But, like, even then, like, that's my favorite song off of the album right there. Um... All of the part twos did not need to be on there whatsoever. That that, that seems like a, a deluxe version-like yeah, like, thing. That's the thing. That's part of what it was, because, like, clearly, it's not complete, and they just, like shoved the alternate versions uh of songs on there for whatever reason just because they they were there and they they wanted to have both of them on because Kanye sure as hell couldn't decide which one he wanted on um and yeah like i feel cuz like there's like a like a lot of the early tracks the uh the the like the the vocals sound like they were just like sampled straight out of his like live stadium performances of the album and I'm, i wouldn't be surprised if they were they probably, and i remember i remember i was listening to that like jail and stuff and i was like is he going to sound like this the whole al- like the whole album thankfully the answer was no yeah uh like i feel like there there's really good songs in there i'm a, i'm a jesus lord defender it's a good song okay um <laughs> I, it's yeah. also here's here's the thing insane verse like just like like one of kanye's best verses ever people like say the beats too repetitive i don't think it needs anything else i think right. it's perfect like just as a vehicle for his bars and then it could be finished there but then it goes into a completely different like J electronica verse yeah uh and then finishes with like the the, the spoken word outro thing yeah um i it's mean, also the part it's also the part two that i like the least yeah because every other part two uh had, like, changes to it. Like, there's additions to it, there but go. there was also, like, you know, one of Kanye's verses would be different. There would be, like, a different arrangement on something. Like, some of the thing, like, one of the the verses would be gone or shorter or something. Uh, Jesus Lord Part 2 is just Jesus Lord, exactly as it is, no changes, with three extra verses in it. Yeah, yeah. There, there it's not necessary. I- like... I feel like it could have gone from the Kanye verse into the three new verses and then ended. And it would have been a perfectly acceptable part two in the same vein as all the other ones. Right. Like, even the Jay Electronica verse could have been there. There was no reason to keep that exact same spoken word outro (sighs) on both of them. It just wasn't necessary. No, that, that was the thing that I was going to say. Like, for me, nothing against the song. I, I'm I'm one of those that say it's a bit repetitive, but, you know, everyone has their own individual opinion. It's just way too long on its own. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I get the I get the spoken outro, and I get that it's, like, a very sentimental thing more than anything else, but, like, it's just way too long at the end of the day <laughs> when you got all sorts of other See, songs, half of them being over five-minute songs as it is. Like, Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, see, like, I think it, I think it, like, works. I don't, like, there's nothing inherently wrong with long songs. Right. And I feel like if a song can carry its weight for that length, then it's fine. And I feel like Jesus Lord does. The issue is whenever you have more than one song on an album, at least, like, half of the songs on there that are over five minutes long and half of them yeah. cannot carry the weight. <laughs> Although I will say, yeah, you in, know, I will say and a sad. i I'm going to say this. What was it? The freaking remote control that that weird sample he used at the end is slowly growing onto me as sad as it is you'll be like, next you're gonna be like yo you know television wasn't that bad <laughs> jesus okay now you're now you're reaching for something <laughs> um yeah i'm i wasn't a fan of it i was you know i haven't really i haven't really been a fan of anything he's put out since uh kids he goes although i have i am a yay defender it's, thank you. It, it's thank you. There's like, it's 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 way too short. It feels like there's there was not very there much effort put into it because he was too busy focusing on his Wyoming session stuff, um, and there's like filler, which is not necessary on an album that short. Um, but the, the songs that are there, few as they are, are really, really good. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you. Cause I, I thought I was one, you know, everywhere I'm looking, everyone's like, you know, yay is the worst album. Yay is the worst album. That was before Jesus is King, obviously, but yay is the worst album, (laughs) but Jesus is King is clearly the worst album. Right. Right. But no, like I, obviously there are, like you said, there are some filler parts. There are some parts, there are some songs that are hard to listen to, obviously. Um, but like, Ghost Town, for example, fucking yeah. cannot get enough of that song. That song is great. Like, yeah, like how... here's the thing. The intro track yes. is, I think, one of Kanye's best. Uh, Yikes is really good, yes. you know. Uh, no Mistakes is, like, a really good Drake diss. Uh you know, Ghost Town is super good. There's, like, the two filler tracks I'm in the middle of those. And then I, I really liked Violent Crimes, but, it, like, the, the the reason that I liked it so much is how personal it was, and he didn't actually write it, so, like, it kind of has lost that... Yeah. ...appeal for me. Okay. I mean, even then, like, still, like, I find it a good outro song and a good ending song, nevertheless. And it's not like it wouldn't be the first time Kanye's had, you know, other people collabing, collabing to help write a song, so... I mean, I'm yeah, sure... Yeah, absolutely, but, like, it's just the it's the personal like how personal that song feels that was a majority of its appeal for me yeah and then you know he didn't actually like it's not he's he did that's not him yeah he's just saying it you know and like that's fine but like in terms of when it's something that like up close and personal it kind of loses the impact right I, I'm trying to remember back to your list that you made, because I remember you and I interacted on Twitter with that list of yeah. like favorite Kanye songs. Do you remember off the top of your head what was your... what? Oh, I'll say this. Off the top of your head, what is your favorite Kanye song? Uh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> there's a lot. There's a lot. No, um, you're not wrong. You that's why. I... Stuff. Like, I don't even remember which ones I answered for each one of those, because I like included that little asterisk list of all of the other songs that could have tied for first place on any of those. Um, I am also, like, I'm not a Jesus is King defender. I am a defender of a few of the songs on Jesus is King. It had some bangers. Yes. There was a couple songs like, on that uh, were perfectly fine. Like, Follow God, Goes Hard as Shit. The the, the That Ain't Christ-like Um I'll say, I'll say uh, God and, is the personal one for me. Yeah, like, the fucking, the one that everybody hates, the, like, the Closed on Sundays one, it's not great, but, like, also, like... You cannot deny that that bit where, like, everything drops out except the little... Duh, 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 duh synth. And then, like, he, like, slowly comes back in and, like, all the reverb swells. And, like, the... Ah. Right. And then, like, everything da. It's really good. It right. sounds good. It, like, it was good. And then he just ruined everything by... It. Chick-fil-A! Chick-fil-A! <laughs> um... And then again, I just say Chick Fil A. Anybody, t- anytime anybody mentions Chick Fil A ever, so point for Kanye. Um, you know, uh, use this gospel is good, but knowing that it was originally Law of Attraction. Yeah, kind of ruins the lesson. Which actually goes brings up another point. I remember what was it on um, Donda Moon? I forgot that was originally supposed to be on Yandi. Yeah, a lot of songs, like a, a couple of them are no, like I, I remember uh, that, like uh, Hurricane. Right, right, right. But like, like, that was originally a Yandi leak. Did you hear the bit that was supposed to be on Yandi from Moon, like the the Kanye singing that bit? I think so. I'm pretty oh. sure I've heard every every Yandy leak. I'm just gonna say right now, but it was it was like it was back in 2018. So right, true. But I will say this, like right off the bat, the the Moon where Kanye was the one singing that Cudi. God, it's bad. Oh my God, it's atrocious. <laughs> it's yeah, bad. As opposed as opposed to as opposed to Hurricane, in which the the Aunt Clemens version is the aunt clemens kanye version is so much better than the weekend version i I, you know hey (laughs) i get i get what the weekend version like is but like once again kind of loses what was there right it's like somebody described it as like something that was once a good song but sounds like it was just like excessively tampered with by a perfectionist until it it was actually ruined by the said perfectionism which is basically what happened that's how I you know. feel. What was it? Uh, keep my spirit alive. I don't know if you've noticed this, but Kanye went through like this past weekend, tampered with a couple of the songs already, like on digital platforms. I ha- I have not re listened to it. <laughs> oh well, he all. he did. And uh, keep my spirit alive. You know how it's that like woman singing the like the chorus bit or whatnot. He took that out and put it with his own singing in it. Oh yeah, that wasn't that wasn't recent. That was like a month ago at this point. Was that about that? It was not like super recent you said it's just like a couple of days ago like hold on it, no it had to be like very recent because when i was like i i listened i'm i will be honest i listened to donda a good bit or whatnot and um i remember my friend who has like apple services told me the other day yeah they like took like, off took off half the album for like a bit so it's like he my first thought was uh Kanye's tweet from the life of Pablo I'm fixing wolves um <laughs> yeah I'm a fix wolves <laughs> I'm a fix wolves ironically most people prefer the original version of wolves um yeah that it was two and a half weeks ago I just checked um, okay so it wasn't as recent but yeah <laughs> uh but yeah like although I will say circling back to what I was going to say like uh it, use this gospel is not as good as law of attraction I love the yes. no malice verse on there literally just like uh like a lot of damaged souls i and not damage those and in my arrogance took a camera pose is one of my favorite lines possibly like that's just one of my favorite bars that i've ever heard oh yeah it's so that's it's so good it's always amazing hearing the <laughs> what was it i saw online was it the kanye iceberg of his unreleased stuff or whatnot um like, for example, I know I don't know how popular this is, but, like, fucking, what was it? Can You Be? I wish that was, like, tampered with a bit and, like, released into a real song because, like, what little bit was there is, like, a fucking party anthem, if nothing else. Um, but, I mean, even then, like, you know, that, that that's kind of, I guess, the aura of Kanye, in a sense. Just kind of one of those, like, we know what he can do. Like, and he while he has released some good stuff, it's the stuff that he doesn't release that we're wondering why. <laughs> Um, I was gonna say, so you don't have a favorite song. Do you at least have a favorite album, like, as a whole? Hmm. <laughs> um, it changes. It changes. On the regular. Fair. Uh, I'd have to, sp- I think probably 808's in Heartbreak. Okay. Okay. No, I get that. I get that, especially with, like, how emotional that can be at times, but also how entertaining it mm-hmm. is. It's also the only, like... The only, uh, um, I don't skip any of the songs on there. Even the one that everybody hates with Lil Wayne on it. I don't, it's fine. That's, is that RoboCop? Like, That's RoboCop, I think. No, it? no, it's, uh, it's you, See You in My Nightmares. Oh, See You in My Nightmares. Gotcha. I was gonna say, honestly, the way you're talking about that one is the way I am with, uh, The Life of Pablo. Like, I know people, um, there are some people that cannot yeah. stand it, and there are people, there are obviously some songs to miss, but, like, every time I listen to it, I can't skip it. yeah. A uh, Life of Pablo had to drag me song by song into enjoying it. <laughs> I I did not like that record when it first came out. I did not like it at all. And then like not a lot of people did. Eventually, <laughs> like like literally, I was like, okay, this song from it is like good, and okay, this song from it is good, and like over and over again until eventually I was like, hey, I just like the album now. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say it's either like I I juggle between that one and obviously Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Those are the two that I like go back and forth with. Because, like, let's be honest, like, if you want to talk about, like, the most pure Kanye, that was probably the most pure Kanye we ever got. Yeah, that, that, was, that was the Kanyeist Kanye. Yeah, that's the old Kanye everyone clamors for. That, Con- that, that Kanye is the one that would do the Kanye thing everybody memes about to all the other Kanye's. Exactly, exactly. That Kanye would look at the other Kanye's and be like, who are those? Those are not Kanye. I am Kanye. Well, I mean, every Kanye would do that. Um, (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) Way to destroy the bit, man. (laughs) I'm continuing the bit. Fair enough. Um, I will say, though, fucking his first album, obviously, like that, I I, I could easily listen to that one from start to finish as well. Like, that is a, like, great way to definitely kick off a career, if nothing else. Yeah, there's a reason that he got so big after it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Actually, no, that reminds me. There was something I was going to mention with um with Tyler real quickly that I forgot to mention before. Do you know what Tyler's name was before he became Tyler the Creator? Tyler Okoma? No, not Tyler Okoma. Ace the Creator. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize. Yeah, like on a... Yeah, on, like, a mixtape. I thought you meant, like, his actual name. Yeah, he, like, released, like, one little, like, mixtape under Ace, the creator. Yeah. That's, like, that's, like, one of his, like, it's, like, one of his alter egos that he did back in, like, the, like, he, like, wrapped it into the the thing. Yeah. The odd future thing. It's what I was, like, I thought that and I'm thinking to myself, oh, that's cool. And then afterwards, I'm, like, oh, I wonder if Ace knows about that. (laughs) Like, I don't know how you came up with the name Ace Smith, but I didn't know if that was part of the inspiration or not. (laughs) no it was not it was not what was the inspiration if i may ask uh it was a character in a book that i named myself after oh okay that's nice that's cool appreciate it i like how we wrapped all this music discussion back around to you the musician (laughs) yes and the book that and a book (laughs) and a book that was because that was the first thing that we talked about was the book that was the first thing that we talked about but honestly i you know at this point of the conversation, we've been going for quite a while. Is there anything else that you just want to talk about? Because hey, I'm open for whatever discussion you want. Hmm. You know, you always you always like have a bunch of ideas, and then when you put on the spot, you can never come up with any. So I don't know, <laughs> but like, I, I I had the whole idea like that when I came on here again. You would just an- ask me all the same questions as last time, and I just <laughs> answer them differently because I, I contain multitudes one second let's see let's see if i can find it because i got this binder with all my questions from the previous ones i've had before i gotta go digging a little bit because this was back let's see it was a little bit after this hold on hold on there we go <clears throat> there we go he is an artist who's expressed himself through music, editing, and gaming for years, making some waves recently within the music wow, department we're just doing the entire <laughs> the entire first episode over again. The whole thing. Well I was gonna say, if you want to start with the questions again, what I wanna know the origin stories of Ace Smith. What got you interested into music and just art in the first place? Okay, yeah, that one, uh, there I I don't know because like I'd say there's only one answer as to the origin, but like I don't know how much of it I explored last time. I feel like I did go like through the sort of like whole story of like how I got into music and interested in it and then interested in making it and then educated on making it. So there's not really like any missing bits there. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to think where we can go with this conversation now. Check out la- check out last uh, uh, check out the last episode featuring me if you'd like to know more. Links will be in the description I was below. In it. <laughs> I was in a school, and then I liked the music, and then I made a music because I liked the music, and then I liked to make a music, and so I did more. Yep, and now you still like to make the music, so you make more. Wow, <laughs> will it stop? Who knows if we know. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I said before, is there any anything that you want to just talk about? Like again, th- I'm well, that end. That ended quick. <laughs> I was gonna say honestly, at this point, the floor is yours. I mess up. I I I can't. I can't come up with an alternative answer to one question. You're like, all right, let's ditch the whole project. (laughs) Fine, fine. I'll go with. uh, Mm -hmm. Okay, let's see. Fuck. Because we've already. Oh, we. You might be teasing a potential upcoming EP. Yeah. Uh. The thing is, I already. Yeah, we already talked. I about already that. talked about that one. I'm making, I'm making another about oh, uh, well, uh, hacker and transhumanist. Well, but to be fair, there is another answer. there. There is another. I answer. can give it again. You can't give it again. Well, I'll tell you what. Tell I'm you t- working on a rock one. Oh, you are rock and roll. Oh, really? Like how? Like, like how far? I say how far along is this EP? I guess would be the the question to ask. Decently. Decently. Oh, decently. Decently. Like, is it one that you're hoping to get out hopefully by the beginning of November? Is that the one we were talking about? Or? No, that's probably that's probably not going to happen. That's probably not going to happen. Gotcha. So that's probably either December or early 2022. I don't know. You don't know. Okay. Whatever happens, happens. Whatever happens, happens. Well, we've been talking for quite a bit. I'll get to this question now. Let's go to the dream scenario. I am big shot, Mister Moneybags, and I can... No, is that no? Okay. You can you can continue. Okay. I'm Big Shot Mr. Moneybags. I come to you and like, look, Ace, everything that you're producing is absolutely amazing. We know you have an amazing knowledge of music, and we know that you can produce something amazing. So given connections to anyone and everyone, and more money than there ever should be, Jesus Christ, where's the IRS when you need it? I, I want to help you create the Dream Ace Smith Project. So what would be the Dream Ace Smith Project if given the opportunity? Well here's like on, on something like that. Um, so at Avenue, what we do, like we have like kind of three core philosophies. Like one of them is to, you know, bring concerts to people who for whatever reason can't access them normally. Uh, and then there's, you know, the whole getting people to give money to charity thing. Uh, and then there's also, uh, exposing small artists to a, like a larger audience through that audience coming for the larger artists. Uh, So I feel like I'd probably do the, the sort of same thing there. I'd work with large artists and also my friends on it okay, to help them sort of help them elevate, use this sort of position of privilege I've been granted to sort of bestow boons upon my fellow man, you know, as the hero's journey go, Um, which is just what I plan to do when I get famous in general. (laughs) Basically, nevertheless, you're hoping that with this newfound attention and you know, money, um, you'd love to elevate the platform of not just yourself and your friends, but for those that are producing amazing stuff. Yeah. I mean, of course, my friends would come priority. They're my friends, but... Right. I mean, to be fair, what you're describing right there, that's what I want to do with the podcast, honestly. Like, if, if I could be given the opportunity, like, you'd be up there. I'd love to help give artists that I bring on this podcast stuff, like, help them out with whatever opportunities they can to help make the stuff that they want to make. Because- yeah, exactly. And so then, when the small artists come on, they'll be like, people will come to flock to the podcast because they'll be like, yo, that's the podcast that A. Smith was on. <laughs> You know what? I will take that. I flipped it on you. I flipped it on you. Well, I mean, no, I, as well as I'll take that because what it is, um, there's an artist that I had on here, Will Wood, um, which I don't know if you ever heard his music before or whatnot, but I highly recommend, especially the normal album, but Jesus Christ. I like the name. It, it, I know, right? Um the people that watch that is my highest viewed video. Like that podcast alone, I've got like 6,000 views on that video. Nice. <laughs> and like, there's a lot of people that know me just because, Oh yeah, you're the guy that interviewed will Wood. I'm like, yeah, that's a thing. <laughs> um, so maybe I can get that with the a Smith, you know, treatment instead. And I will be more than happy to be like, yeah, I know him. <laughs> yeah. At this point I'm still not famous though. So it'll have to be like, uh, when I get like, super big and all of like the old fans are like combing through everything that I've ever done in the past. Just, 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 you remember me when you get big and famous. Okay. (laughs) Hey, I'll be remembering lots. I hope so. You you still haven't forgotten the the ending mistake that I made in your last episode. (laughs) Simply don't make mistakes. I I try not to. Okay. I'm only human. I'm not trans. I'm not, I'm not transhumanist like you. Um, (laughs) Did you almost say transgender? No, I said transhumanist. That's I, heard, I, I heard a J. I heard a trans J in there. I, I stopped because you were trying to say something. That's why I stopped for a second. Continue. Anyways. um, Well, sadly, we'll come down from the dream scenario. We'll get back to reality. And I'll ask the ever so generic oh, there question. Goes gravity. Yeah, there goes gravity somewhere. <laughs> I'll ask the ever so generic question. Where do you hope to see yourself five to ten years from now? Um... Honestly, I don't know for certain, potentially in Ohio. Potentially in Ohio? Why Ohio of all places? Because um, I, I have a lot of friends that live there. Okay. And I, uh, I have realized that it is a potential future place for me to go. I had never considered that as a possibility prior. I mean... Yeah. But it is, you know, there's a distinct possibility that whenever I actually, you know, get out of here and into my own place, that that place will be across the United States. Okay. I nice. know, eventually. I mean, you know, fair enough. Hey, I'll tell you right now. I can't speak for Ohio. You'd have to talk to one of the previous guests. Uh, what was it? Uh, Josh Waters, who's a voice actor on Sheepish. Um, like, he lives in Ohio. But I can tell you right now, there's always a spot for you here in Georgia if you ever want to take that opportunity. Crash on your couch. I mean, I don't Report have... A... I mean, to be fair, I live with my parents, so it would be on their couch, not my couch, so... Hey, I mean I live with my parents and that's a couch. Oh. Ah, yeah, that is that is a couch. That is a couch. Got my own. There you go. Um Wow, I just had the biggest brain fart. What the fuck? Happens. It happens. Um well I know you yeah, it's, it's just brain like, do when it sees another brain. I know, right? Brainwave. Brainwave, there you go. Um I mean I asked this last time, but I'll go ahead and ask this again. Um I just have one last question. Well, what? The thing we've been, the thing we've been doing. (laughs) Fair enough. Uh, no, obviously, um, art is very important to you. Music is very important to you. So I'll just go ahead and ask this. How important is art? Not just for you, but for the world as a whole. Very, very, you know, I don't, I don't know. Hmm. I'd have to, I'd have to like, hold on. I'll have to think on that because I did already give the answer. Like art being what makes people, people. Um, I feel like, um, I feel like art offers a, uh, you know, a sort of outlet that otherwise sometimes people would not get to have for themselves. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty cool. I mean, you know, just to, just as a whole, it it's another you know, layer. Uh, it's another layer to that incredible answer you already gave. So I mean, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, you know, like without without it, what would we do? <laughs> you I know to like express ourselves through whatever medium to, to quote the ever so trashy meme, the world with the earth without art is just, eh, (laughs) so true. (laughs) So true. Um, I mean, with that, that's all the questions that I have for you, Ace. Um, I've already showered you with praise, but I'm gonna shower you with more because it's my podcast. I'm gonna uh, do what I want. Last time, last time you also asked me about my dream collaboration. Oh, um, do you have a different answer this time, if I may ask? Yeah, last time, last time I said Left at London because, of course, right. Um, I feel like I would also uh one day potentially like to collaborate with Tori Amos. Really? Okay. Uh, yeah, she's she's a a singer uh, who is my mom's favorite artist of all time and she, my mom introduced me to her. Okay. I think that would be cool. Uh, If nothing else, it'd be nice and sentimental more than anything else to have that just kind of, you know, Hey, this is someone that, you know, means a lot to me and my family. So why not make something happen? That'd be cool. I'd love to see that. I like that, that like said, The, the, that one that we talked about last time, like just any, honestly, this, this will actually lead to my little next part of, you know, me showering you with praise. Whenever you produce music, Ace, I notice like in one aspect or another because the music you're making is absolutely incredible. It's something that helps me explore my taste in music as well because I'm being exposed to stuff that I'd never had before. Um, And I really do appreciate that because I know that you have a gift of just experimenting and just getting that music right. And I know that you definitely got a love and passion for it on multiple different aspects for it, whether it be the music that you're creating or the way the ability that you have with these minecraft avenue concerts of trying to promote other artists and such so i want to just personally say thank you for keeping up the good work man because this it's incredible what you're producing out there and i honestly anticipate whatever new release you have seriously yay i really do appreciate it um if this is someone's first time listening to you and not the previous interview, which again, why have you not listened to that previous one yet? Goodness. yeah, A lot of context in that last one, (laughs) but nevertheless, if this is their first time being exposed to you, go ahead and plug your stuff for the people at home. Um, all right. Uh, I didn't think this far ahead. Um, (laughs) you can, you can follow me on Twitter at prod by a Smith. That might change soon. I've been thinking about changing my ad just because like, um, I don't want to be pigeonholed as a prod buy gotcha uh, and also because uh, apparently usernames are better if they have like your name at the front of them rather than something in front of your name Gotcha. unfortunately it's all been taken um, I'm sure you'll figure something out eventually uh, yeah my uh, my Bandcamp where you can purchase all of my music is asmith.bandcamp.com you know i run uh i run a a a collective of and we do minecraft concerts for charity what is our actual i just i forgot i realized i don't know our at. i think it's at avenue concerts yeah it's at avenue concerts um, i mean on twitter i was gonna say i mean if nothing else i'll be sure to link everything in the description below (laughs) yeah the, uh, the the million links of last episode will reprise again with all of the things that I'm talking about this time. Right, right. And a couple of the other shout-outs that you gave, like, uh, what was it? Doo-wop or, or, or whoop, whoop? What was the one? Whoop-doo. 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 Not doo-wop. Whoop-do. Whoop-doo. Whoop-do. Oh, my thank God. Thank you. I am, I'm going to start calling them doo-wop now. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm glad something good came out. Most recently, I've been going with poop-poo, <laughs> but uh, it's time to graduate to doo-wop. <laughs> I'm glad I could contribute somehow to this wonderful friendship. Um, do you have any final words before we sign off? Uh, apparently not. (laughs) I mean, if that's what you want to go Um, out on. Okay. I have a question. Yes. Uh, is this the last time a Smith will be on the postmodern art podcast? Because I know I don't really I know you haven't really done many third episodes in the future like so far well, I, I don't know that you've done any I, I haven't done any third episodes because to be fair I've only like I'm only fifty four episodes deep and not anyone has yeah. not everyone's really asked if they could come on for a second time let alone a third time so yeah. with that I say also wait no I'm joking um I mean uh, yeah but like. I, I would be down to return in the future. I don't know, you know, at what frequencies, nor if uh, I would be overstaying my welcome. But awesome. hey, I'm, I always I always enjoy hopping onto the, the podcast and talking music with you for a while. So I'll tell you what. You let me know when that debut uh, LP is coming out and you have an open invitation. Got it. All right. You heard it here first, folks. A Smith will definitely return um (laughs) in guardians of the galaxy in In guardians of the galaxy volume 29 um (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 29 they released they released a new one every month on the first friday i mean which is better than what you've been doing um (laughs) true they they, they got their uh they got the 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 marvel assembly line you know kicking their asses to actually get it out on time whether or not it's quality that's not for us to decide um (laughs) i feel like if, if kevin fej was constantly barging into my room being like hey did you sing on that yet? Did you finish singing? Sing, Chris, you sing! sing. <laughs> I, need your, I need your next song to be about uh, Wanda. <laughs> Don't give me that Mario voice, Chris. Don't give me the Mario voice. <laughs> Listen, I need you to say... What is grief if not love persevering? That needs to be one of your lyrics. And also, I need it this Friday. It needs to be done. No, you can't shorten it to persevering. It has to be persevering. Did you not listen to how Vision said it? No, you can't sample the original line. <laughs> That's the whole point. Um, yeah, you gotta... I'm like... You gotta get that shit because, you know, we, we're on our contract and we're going to replace you in two months. Well, if I'm gonna be replaced... And also the... Uh, your fans, already, your, your fans already predicted uh, how you were going to end this album, so we're actually making you do something different. <laughs> Why does that sound so familiar? huh? Anyways. Because <laughs> it's in every television show and movie ever made now. Hey, hey, you know what? Um, you know, another question you asked me last time, what is my hot take on art? Here's mine for this one. That is ruining everything. <laughs> that is ruining media. The obsession with twists that you couldn't predict because we didn't foreshadow them and they came out of nowhere. It's not. It's it's bad writing. It creates a bad product. The only thing it gets you is more people going, what? On the day that the, it comes out and they watch it. It's ruining everything. It ruined Game of Thrones. How do you do that? How do you do that? It was the most beloved series of all time. Uh, And then, like, the love, like, kind of went down when they stopped having books to write from. But it was still there. You could have won. And then you had to change everything because everybody was like, huh, I think that they will probably end the story arcs the way that they are setting up the story arcs to be ended. And they were like, how did they do that? They predicted our every move. We can't have this. We're going to change everything. And then it sucked. Any more final words? Oh, yeah, that was what we were on. Um, Subscribe, like, comment. There you go. Follow. Make sure to donate to the Patreon. <laughs> what Patreon makes money? Don't toss some money <laughs> in the way of the, the, the official Postmodern Art Patreon. If not to me, go to Tipsy's uh, Patreon because she absolutely deserves it. Um, with that, all I have left to say is hasta luego, amigos. Yeah, that. Nah. Thanks for listening to the Apocalypse Podcast Network. For more great podcasts, go to ApocalypsePodcastNetwork.com. And remember, every time you support one of our sponsors, you're supporting the podcast you just heard. I was honestly really grateful to have Ace come back on the podcast. Um, I know he's been a fairly big supporter of me, and I cannot thank him enough for dedicating his time so we could talk about just music. Because that's really what it was. I mean, music is a, is a big part of my life. Something that helps me get through day by day at times. But nevertheless, like especially with the music that he's producing, like I, I sincerely hope the podcast like this really get a chance for him to show the world like what he can do because what he can do is actually like really, really incredible. Like I, I can only wish to have half the talent he has when it comes to to music. So, I mean, I, I you know, I'm, I'm fine with what I'm good with, which is having a good conversation with people. And I hope you guys enjoyed that conversation. Um, I will give you guys a little bit of behind the scenes when it comes to the podcast. This podcast was very like last minute. I, I've been struggling with a few guests and such for, for personal reasons. Like it, it, nothing horrible or anything like that. I'm not blaming anyone. It's just, you know, life happens and things get a little chaotic and things have been getting a little chaotic for me on multiple fronts. Um you know with this new job that i'm starting and all these you know different guests that i'm juggling whether you know they're able to appear or not just a lot of stuff with life has really been coming down on me and you know it, i've been struggling i'll be honest I'm thinking about taking a, a break soon. There's a couple more podcasts I do want to record. I want to make sure that I keep up those obligations. Um, but, you yeah, know, maybe towards, like, the end of November, I might take a few weeks off just so I can breathe for a moment. Uh, which, I mean, at that point, it'd be around Thanksgiving time. So, for America, it's not like it's going to be much of a difference. Like, you know, I, I, these are things I think about. These are things I you know think about constantly with the podcast and such uh you know dealing with that stuff what artists I want to bring on how I want to promote them how I want to promote myself that's another thing like I you know I've been trying to get to on other podcasts when I can and such uh, that's why I, I mean I've talked about some of them before I just recorded one the other day with I probably get butchered their name, uh, Sucias is my favorite, um, it, it's for like a podcast month thing or whatnot, it should come out in November, I'll let you guys know when it does, but, you know, I've, I've been in my head a lot lately, and, you know, I just, it, it's my own personal struggles, my own little cross the bear, um, don't want to weigh you guys down. I know you guys aren't here to hear me go into my therapy sessions, though. I should probably start going to therapy sessions. Ah, wait until at least my insurance kicks in. Uh, <laughs> I, I sincerely hope you guys are having a good day, though. I don't know if you're if you guys are hearing this. I appreciate you sticking to the end. Seriously, I wanted to add these little end pieces. Tied a little bit more of myself with these podcasts. Because as much as it is about the guests. And as much as the guests should be the major highlight. You know at the end of the day. Like this podcast is a reflection of me. In a sense. Because I'm bringing on artists. That either I'm learning about. Or artists that I love and appreciate. And want you guys to know about. And all you know. I want to have that connection with you guys. Because. You know, if I'm enjoying these guests a million times over, and you guys are enjoying these guests a million times over, then we're all in the same boat, and we're all loving and appreciating the artists that are on here. And that's what I hope for with this podcast. You know, I've said it a million times before, if you guys have any artists that you would highly recommend on the podcast, please, please, please let me know. Let them know. Hell, I mean... I want, I want a community aspect with this podcast. I want people to come together to celebrate these artists because that's what we should be doing. Especially now with everything going on with the industry, with the IATSE and the strike that they're going to be imposing. By the time of recording this, it probably is in full effect. The strike that they're doing right now. like Artists in all different aspects deserve that love and respect that they deserve because without them, we wouldn't have any of this we wouldn't have any of the I don't know there's a lot of stuff that goes with it but I know that you guys certainly have a love and support for the artists out there and I want you to keep up that support if not for me then for them cause without you guys I would just be talking to a void Which, it wouldn't be the first time I've done that. I think I spend more time talking to myself than, eh, who knows. Uh, With that, my final words to you guys is, well, it's what I've been reinforcing since day one. Go out there and create something amazing. You'd be absolutely surprised who'd want to be right there with you Loving and supporting what you're doing. I know I certainly will be, especially if I get a chance to see it. Because I know that there's going to be a lot of love and passion with what you guys do. I want to see more amazing art out there in the world. I want to see people truly express themselves. I don't want to see them feel bottled up because it is the worst feeling in the world. Let your passion flow. Let it out to the entire world. Someone's going to notice and Someone is going to support it. Someone's going to love it because they're right there with you. Don't stop your passion. Just let it go. Let it flow.